Welcome to the Fergus Falls Business Spotlight Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into local businesses and the individuals that run our community. To guide you along the way, here's your host, Jacob Bittner. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode here, guys. I'm pretty excited for this one. I, uh... It's a topic, you know, we're going to be talking about a a store that offers a really, really cool service to our community. And it's kind of timely with the mind of this uh, entrepreneur sitting across from me here because he is very, very skilled and knowledgeable about this new um, industry that's popping up here in Minnesota. So we're going to be talking about growing a lot of different things, but uh, we're going to we're going to be talking about growing weed today. And uh, I did. It's a topic that I didn't really think. Well, shoot, when I started this podcast in January, I never thought this would be something I'd be talking about. But I'm pretty, pretty excited to to have uh, what I consider to be an expert in this field, James Elliott, here with me today. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thank you. Good, good. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I do yeah. want to say here. I, I got to thank my sponsors, and I also want to say, you know, any of the uh, topics or opinions expressed by either me, the host or my guests here. They're not, they're not a reflection of my sponsors. You know, my sponsors do their thing. They support the show here and, uh, whatever messages we put out here or, um, information we put out here is just for the community. If you guys want to absorb it, feel free to absorb it. If this isn't a topic that interests you, feel free to tune out. There's a plenty of other content out there if you guys want to enjoy it. But uh, I'm really excited to get into this one. I do want to thank Stumbinos. I had plenty of Stumbinos this morning. We're not drinking any here this afternoon, but Stumbinos is always willing to support the show. Um, Swan Lake Resort and Campground, Elevate, uh, which is your neighbor, right? Yes. Right next door to Elevate there. And then uh, we've got Victor Lundin Company, Hotel 8, and then uh, Fresh and Fancy supporting the show. So thank you guys very much for deciding to... uh, support this show and, and all of the, uh, all of the guests that we get on here. So I really appreciate that. All right, James, let's get into, I knew you as JP. Yes. So, so when did you take on, are you still, do people call you JP still? Yeah, I prefer that. You prefer it. Okay. So I'm here with JP Elliott. What is the (laughs) P in JP? Um, it goes back to like a band. Uh, what is the band? I can't remember the band. They're, okay, so it's not your but, middle name? No, but it's Jimmy Pop is what it is. Okay. So, yeah. So that was like a high school nickname you got. 15, yeah. 15. Yep, all right, yep. all Been right. rocking it. I like it. Heck yeah. So were you uh, born in Fergus here? Yep. Okay, born, grew sure. up in Fergus? Yep, yep. Okay. I moved around a little bit and here and there, but yeah, mainly here for the most part. Yeah. So we'll get into like uh, Lakes Area Grow Co., and why you started it and kind of what your inspiration behind getting the getting the business started was. Yeah. But tell me a little bit about growing up. What was uh what were what were you like growing up? What what were you into in high school or your younger years? So yeah, I grew up in Fergus. I was always like into riding bikes. So we raced BMX. Um did that till about fourteen or fifteen. Uh and then, you know, 
that's when, yeah, life gets kind of crazy after that. But I, uh, you know, that's when I was kind of introduced, introduced to cannabis and kind of just rocked with that since then, really. Okay. Interesting enough. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So I don't, yeah. So you were kind of a, kind of a, a little like, um, little stoner kid kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting enough. We did a, I didn't even know. I grew, I grew up kind of sheltered. I didn't even know like weed was a thing in Fergus Falls. I thought like that was a big city thing. I thought when it was in movies, it was fake. Um, <laughs> seventh grade, we did a, a project on, and me and my partner did a project on uh, marijuana and I just fell in love with it. I don't know what it was. And I was in seventh grade. I never even smoked it till ninth grade. Okay. And yeah, so it was just like a really interesting plant for whatever reason and people seem to like it and i knew that there was i mean it's just a plant like there's really no issue with it in my opinion mm. so it it just uh seemed normal and right and i kind of just rocked with it regardless of the consequences which there were many did you get in some trouble throughout your younger years then yeah i've been in i've been in trouble with the law because of marijuana my entire life too okay. as well Okay. And freshly, you know, been off of probation now for like a couple of years now. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're feeling like it's long overdue for this for this legalization movement now. It's like yeah. it's about time now. Yes. So you're gonna have some stuff expunged off your record then, I assume. Come. I'm hoping so. Yeah. That yeah? sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean sounds pretty cool to me. You know, that's one of the main things. Like it's definitely been a a, a, a thing in my life, you know, where, you know, jobs and uh housing has always been kind of challenging all that stuff has been it's a real thing you know yeah. not being able to vote or whatever and all that mm -hmm. stuff that matters so yeah talk about <laughs> uh some of your like first jobs what did you do like what have you done to make money whether it be in high school or earlier on some different jobs you've hopped around to yeah i've done a lot of things uh we started at service food produce department which is which was a lot of fun um more recently, you know, I, I I did some like hurricane work in Louisiana a couple of summers ago, and then uh, did construction for the last year, like waterproofing and air barrier. Okay. So that was on the road traveling, and I definitely did not like that. So over the winter, when we were laid off, leading into the business, is kind of when I was like, something's got to change. Something I got to change. Something. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that again. So what is your? I guess like what would you say your background in this industry is so because um, we're because you do have all different kinds of of what whatever people want to grow you're offering that equipment obviously you're yeah. i mean but talk about your background and kind of what inspired you to get into this industry yeah interesting um i've i've grown outdoor herb for you know since i was 15 or 16 since i could drive i guess 16 just outdoors everywhere I could. And you've served, hey, we've served time for this already, people. Yeah, so yeah, so you know what? It's in the past. We did our yeah. thing. We paid our we paid our prices. We yeah. paid our dues here, right? Yeah. I definitely feel like it's overdue, and I definitely feel like it's deserved to be able to prosper in the industry that I've like devoted so much to. Yeah. You know, so So when did you start when did you start growing? 
Yeah, like 15 or 16, you know, I mean, we've always had little plants and stuff and they never amounted to anything from like whatever age. But yeah, as soon as I could drive and like get to outdoor spots is when I started growing outdoors. Okay. And I've done that every summer. If I wasn't in jail every single summer. (laughs) If I wasn't in jail. How much time did you, how much time have you spent in jail? Uh, 23 actual months in jail. And then, uh, um, it was a four year sentence, so. Wow. The remainder that was on parole and stuff. Wow. And then Okay. So you you've got like felony. You got like felony charges yes. in your past for it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And it all stemmed from some 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 mushrooms or whatever, but you know, it was uh <laughs> I was I was young. I was I was nineteen or eighteen, you know. Gotcha. Didn't really have a clue about life, nothing yep. like that. Just didn't really realize what I was getting into. So then, you know, had to deal with that and, and uh Grew up, did the boot camp and stuff, uh, the state boot camp, and that was awesome. Like, that what's that? Really what's the state boot camp? Is that like, like a mil- Yeah, it's like a military style boot camp. Were you the in prison. the military? Or no, in, it was like a prison pri- system. It was yeah. through the prison system. They do mm-hmm. a boot camp. Ooh, talk yeah. about that. Oh yeah, that was sweet. It was interesting. It was six months, pretty hardcore. Uh, and this was while you were in prison. Yeah, it's a mini- okay. it's a minimum security facility. So okay, you know, there's no fence or anything, but you're wearing, you know, you get like. Your uniform, you gotta, you gotta iron it every day, and you get your boots that you have to shine the tip every day, and they have to be like super flossy. And then, uh, you know, it was military style push ups. You know, we could rip 100 push ups pretty easy back then. Like, it was interesting. Heck yeah. Run five miles every other day, step aerobics the other two days, or the every other <laughs> that, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, learned a lot, treatment and stuff. And it wasn't like your 12 step stuff. I don't really do all that, but the more like self stuff, like self esteem and like confidence building and all that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So So, you spent what the time of your life that most people would have been in college, you were behind bars or in some type of, you know, facility, facility, serving time for, for, for crimes, Gotcha. Yeah, nothing bad, never anything bad. Weed, and the main one was mushrooms, but that's, you know, there's a lot of weed ones. So gotcha, like five, gotcha. Like five of them. So then, um, when you when you got out, how old were you when you kind of when you got out, or did, were you in and out? In and out a lot, and then okay. uh, so I think after boot camp is when everything really changed. So I can't remember how old I was 23, 22, 23, 24-ish. But, uh, yeah, that's when everything I was, you know, worked out and did my, you know, kind of did the straight and narrow thing or whatever. But, you know, I was kind of stuck in a tough spot and started moving herb again and hmm. ended up out of a tough spot and never looked back again. And okay. yeah, so it's interesting that it's it's an interesting topic because it's been in my life for so long. It's had negative consequences and positives. Gotcha. And regardless of like people that come and go or people you meet and then never see again. And like, that's always one thing that's been constant. Right. You know, and uh, it's got me through some really tough times too. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously now we're like, you know, we're day one of legalization here. So yeah. it's kind of besides um, the legal, I mean, every, every industry starts somewhere. Right. So, right. so. The um the fact that I'm glad that you're you're willing you're open to share your past because oh, yeah. um it's 
it's, I think, I mean, take, take whatever you, however you, the listeners feel about the substance itself. I think it's always good to have experts in any industry, especially a new industry like this popping up. It's good to have someone who has acquired that knowledge through one avenue or another, you know? So we're starting here basically day one of legalization here with a, someone in our community who is educated on growing this and probably growing good, probably growing good stuff. I mean, we'll talk about maybe the differences between like what make, like how to grow it good and how to just like kind of grow it average maybe. I mean, that's probably something that you have a lot of tips and pointers on, I assume. So, but let's talk about just the uh, process of getting, so you worked construction basically up until this last December when you guys opened. Yeah, last November um, when we got laid off or whatever, and then I was just thinking. I, you can talk into that mic a little bit. Pull, Yeah, there you I go. Was, I was just thinking and just, you know, like I took some cl- courses online or whatever regarding the topic so I could have a little better edge of like a job or something, you know, when because I knew it was coming. I felt that it was coming. It was just, hmm. it was just so much. Uh, what do you call it? Like momentum behind it this time. So yeah. That was, was just, right after the election, kind of. I think so, yeah. When, last year. Because Minnesota went uh all Democrat. Yeah, they went yeah. all blue and then and then this sort of new new wave was kind of inevitable. Yeah, it was and it came crazy fast. And it's very interesting how it came fast in like the different parts of the industry, like the licensing and stuff, like the Part of the sweet thing about what I'm super stoked about is with this part, there's no licensing, nothing included. If I were to sell seeds, there would be right. licensing. Yep. I don't want to do that. Okay. You know, I don't want to pay the state ever for anything. So I'll, you know, I'm not going to pay for a license to do that, but we your have business, the equipment. Your bi- exactly. Your business is set up. You're allowed to educate people. Yeah. You're allowed to, obviously you're not selling anything different than what they can go find at like Lowe's or Home Depot or any other place. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's actually like industry specific stuff, like the, the tents and, you know, some of the lights and stuff, you can use them for whatever you would like, obviously, but I don't think somebody's going to spend 15, a thousand to $1,500 to grow tomatoes. (laughs) Right. Right. So one of the things here, I just want to go through, um, this law that go that went into effect here August 1st, 2023, it allows adults 21 and older, um, they'll be allowed to grow up to eight cannabis plants per residence uh, with no more than four of those pl- plants being mature at any time. What does mature necessarily mean? So the way I understand that is you have two parts of a, of a growth cycle, basically. It's a light cycle plant, so... The beginning stage, uh, you know, from seedling, baby stage through, they call it veg, is a 18 and 6 hour light cycle. And then, so I would say those would be the unmature ones. And then as soon as you hit that 12-12, that's how you flower them. You, you, you initiate flowering by okay. switching the light cycle to 12 hours on and off. Okay. Um, I would consider that mature. Okay. And that's like when the buds start popping up exactly, on it, right? Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then the plants, it says the plants must be grown in an enclosed locked space that is not accessible to the public. It can be grown indoors or outdoors, but you need that like locked enclosed space. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of something that you guys provide as a 
product? You guys provide little grow tents or yeah, we have the someone tents. someone would what grow, make like a locked garden outside if they wanted to grow it outside. Is yeah, that that's the legal? Interesting. That's the legal way that I think that they have to do it. Maybe yeah, it sounds like yeah. I mean, as far as I also understand, that is out of sight, out of mind, and it has to be locked. Gotcha. So you don't want anybody to be able to see it. Like obviously privacy. You don't want anybody to see anything you're doing, anyways. But and then it says that. Um, you mentioned it, but seeds can be purchased from licensed retailers or online, which yeah. is not something you're going to be getting into. Most Ma- likely not. Most likely not. Maybe somewhere yeah. down the road. But, Maybe, yeah. But, yeah. And then uh, it says the marijuana extracted from the plants cannot be sold unless the grower is licensed. So you um, you can't just like grow this and sell it. it this is something like it's you can grow. It's for personal use or you oh, can, yeah. you can yep. give it away. Right. I think Gifting. that's gift it or use it yourself is kind of yes. the law. That's the law, right? Yes. And then um, the limit is you mentioned two pounds of dried. Is that, that's the, that seems like it's going to be the limit for, yep. for what you can possess in your home. And yep. then I think it's up to two ounces in public, which seems a little on the high side. If you ask me, I mean, that seems like I would prefer, I, I actually don't smoke anymore. I spent right. plenty of time out in Colorado. Okay. Um, I, I kind of more recently quit smoking weed okay, yeah. and I feel a lot better for it. If I'm being hundred percent right, honest, yeah. I feel a lot more clarity in my life. I feel a lot um, less anxiety about going into public driving, all of those things that, yep. um, so it's kind of interesting timing, but I'm not a marijuana user anymore. Right, and, uh, right. and I kind of am a little bit apprehensive about the amount of weed that people are going to be allowed to possess in public. I mentioned yeah. it on some previous episodes that it's going to be, we're going to be stinking all over the place like it now. It's very you know? interesting. So I think that those laws, I think, I think that Minnesota kind of went, I I'll just say they went a little aggressive, I think on the possession amount side of it, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that as, a, as time rolls out, people will, realize exactly what I'm talking about. Cause they're going to walk in. It's going to be stinky everywhere they go probably, but get used to it. Cause it's just the way it is. So yes. Um, yeah. Well, let's get back on topic and talk about a little bit about um, the process of starting up your, your business. So okay, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you're, are you structured as an LLC? Yep. Okay. And are you the sole owner? Do you have a part part business yep. partner? No, just you. Yep. Okay. And then you opened your doors December, you said, um, so I started the LLC, the JRE Consulting LLC, around December. Yeah, my my initial plan was to just kind of do consulting and stuff like that. Like I didn't really know. I didn't even have this idea until what what month did we open? Because oh. we wanted to open on April twentieth. We opened May first. I think I didn't. I didn't even have this idea till like February or March. Okay. To be honest, yeah. So. As soon as I thought of the idea, we just started ripping and running, and uh, it was pretty. E- it was pretty easy to make a list of stuff that we would need. You know, I know it's pretty easy to. I did all that for school, and I already had it on my computer. So you or you know, it was pretty easy. But the interesting part is, I uh, in order, I had to take out like some personal credit cards because I, would, you know, how to fund something. Right. That's where the thinking came in. How do you do this? Like. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do this. It's kind of expensive, blah, blah, blah. And then just 
clicked in my head, applied for some cards like 1 a.m. one night, woke up to a bunch of money. Dang, personal cards, not like business, not a business line of credit. No. Okay. Okay. So then you chose the the products and services that you kind of chose to bring in right away were specific to growing this substance or were you looking at like uh horticulture in general just like some some things that people need for their gardens in general yeah yeah that was definitely part of it for sure because um i had to have a backup plan in case it didn't go through there's always a chance that it's not mm-hmm. going to go through until it does so i definitely had intentions of being like a half and half store and we have like a weird growing season i've gardened and i learned how to garden in boot camp we had huge gardens that fed 180 dudes and it was insane but i learned how to garden there and uh we have a shorter season so i know that if you you know some people prefer to start them earlier and a tent is perfect you know windowsills kind of make them Mm -hmm. stretchy and lanky and weird and so if you can start them in a in a grow tent or whatever it's a little easier um but then again, a plant's a plant, so you can grow anything in the tent. They're nice for that. Yep. Um, yeah, they're so, pretty sweet. So, yeah, talk about the branding behind the name Lakes Area Grow Co., where that came to be, how that came up. Also, another 1 a.m. thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much got rolling in my head about 11 o'clock. Most of the decisions were made about 1 a.m., and then... Uh, we just rock with it the rest rock of the day, it. the next day. Heck yeah, I, I love it. That's still how it works, too. I <laughs> that's mean, still how it works. It's kind of hard for me personally. I'm like at the store all day, and I can't really get a whole lot done when I'm trying. You know, it's kind of a lot of work. So, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I'm up pretty late and then up in the morning pretty early, just grinding. Yeah. So talk about your location a little bit. You guys are downtown there. Yep. Right next to Elevate, across from Uncle Eddie's. Yep. Um, you guys, do you know what was in that location prior to you? Um, Some of the I stores think, that were in there? Yeah, he said not many retail. I think it, it was an office of some sort, insurance okay. potentially. Okay. And uh, yeah, he had really nice wood floors and stuff. Uh, he did not want us to mess up the floors. He didn't, yeah, he had some some stipulations that we had to handle right away. So we put some like gym mats down and gotcha. did some stuff like that to keep the floors. And, yeah. Okay. So you lease that space from, from yes. someone that yep. gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. And then how about your, if you want to touch on any more of the history of your products, we'll get into more like current products and like sort yeah. of like what they do and the different, for sure, the different stuff. But um, what about employees? Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, since it's uh it's not actual like you know, it's since it's personal business, not business credit. It's personal credit. I mean, I can't can't really pay somebody, so I'm kind of there. Okay, you know what I mean. My girlfriend helps when she can and stuff, but she has a job and two kids, so it's kind of part time. It's a one man show, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, and then as far as like the future outlook goes, that's something that you're kind of looking to pay off debts and and get your get like a, a clear path to profit profitability established before you kind of consider bringing somebody else into the operation. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, so my business experience would be like, I've handled her my whole life and like, I'm pretty good with money, I think, you know? So like the fact I just never used credit up until now, my credit card was a $500 credit card. I never even used it. 
so then when I I just thought like, oh my credit's good, we could apply. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I'm still just kind of tripping out how how weird this whole thing is. It's like happening pretty fast. Taking on and, it's it's happening probably faster than you expected. Taking on a lot more than you probably anticipated, and, no and here we are now. So yeah. interesting, interesting. Well, let's get into a little bit more future outlook, or okay. I want to talk yeah, a little sure. bit more about the. I kind of want to get your pick your brain and educate the people on the growing process a little yeah. bit more here. So I have some notes. I I don't know anything about this, but. Turns out my AI assistant knows a whole lot about, awesome. grow, about growing this. Yes. So it starts out with uh, germination. Talk yep. about that germination process here. Yeah, that's we get a lot of questions about that. That's basic. That's pretty basic stuff. It's uh, well before it, I'll interrupt you here because this is what we're breaking it into, and I'll have you explain each one of these: yeah. germination, seedling, vegetative growth flowering and harvesting perfect so we'll break it into those kind of categories and then i'll just have you explain those yeah. so that germination process you start with a seed yeah and then you got to germinate it just yeah. like anything kind of yeah yeah and i mean different strokes for different folks i always say but uh personally i i, I soak mine in a little cup of water for about six hours 12 hours it really doesn't matter just to soften the shell pop it in some thick paper towel or fold it up really nice pop it in a thick paper towel and then uh, put it in a baggie. And then it. And then what? How long? And then until it pops into a little, a little pops a little stem out, right? Or it pops uh, a little, little little tiny tap root. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, can be anywhere from like overnight to like three or four days. Anything after five or six, seven days, I'm probably just gonna toss. Okay. We don't really have time for that if it's not gonna. We don't have time for that. No, if it's not gonna produce, like if it's not gonna jump right from the start, we're not gonna mess around with it okay so that's where it comes to like sourcing quality seeds so that's another reason why i don't want to sell seeds because i'm i'm into exotic expensive seeds it's uh, i'll pay i'll pay whatever the price is for what i need and uh some people are apprehensive you know ten dollars a seed is a lot for some people twenty dollars is very expensive i'm willing to pay fifty sixty dollars a seed per seed if i need to dang yeah. So where do you where do you source those from? I mean, obviously um, there's going to be. I don't know if um, if uh, that's going to fall into the licensing that that the dispensaries have, or if that's going to be a different license. The seeds. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I really don't. Okay, yeah, it's interesting. There's so many licenses that it's really hard to. Keep but you track. can you you just order them online. Personally, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, and, so one thing I can say right off the rip is do your homework on, on your genetics. Don't don't buy what I call white label seeds. There's uh when you go in Google and you type it in, that's the first thing that's coming up is some white label stuff. You gotta dig. Okay. You gotta dig. So uh And as and, time as the industry grows, people are gonna be able to come in and ask you questions and you're gonna be able to point them in the right direction to find that stuff. Right. Because right, right. there's gonna be I assume there's going to be an avenue relatively locally to be able to get that stuff. I just, I just don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know I that don't know for sure. About but, that yet. but, but yeah. as the industry grows, you'll have more information on actually where to source that stuff. Yeah, from. of course. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So that germination process, then once your little, you said tap root, once your little tap root, yeah. then what, then is that the seedling or not quite yet? Then we move that into a, into some soil. Yep. Then you just put that in your pot and give it a little water. You know, I don't water right on top of it, you know, because it's going to probably bury it and s- s- 
like uh, what do you call it pack it down but water around the edges a little bit okay so talk about this soil. like you just use dirt any dirt what's the soil what kind of soil are we using here i mean honestly there's like a ton of different soils i've always used fox farm that's one of the brands we have that's that's how we started was with just stuff i know about and like and know it works well the fox farm being one of them and yeah that's a that's we, we carry two of their soils actually and they're both really nice um they're from California, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting to ship soil, but yeah. Okay, but you get that soil imported then? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's ordered. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's good soil for sure. And then at what point does it become a seedling? Um, I would say when there's like like one, one or two sets of true leaves, they say, like okay. five serrated blades. About how long... Does that take from germination to this seedling stage then? Oh, maybe a week and a half. Oh, dang. It's fast. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fast. Okay. So, and then um, from that seedling, what's this vegetative growth stage? You want to talk about that? Yeah, that's when you're just going to, you pretty much just let it grow. You know, it's uh, it's on its 18 and 6 light cycle. It's just going to grow. It's doing its thing. So 18 and 6, explain that then. Uh, Do you start that from a seedling then? That 18 six yeah. cycle from a seedling. It's so it's 18 hours of darkness, six hours of sunlight, or vice oh, versa. Vice versa, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 18 hours of light, six of dark. I mean, some people rock, uh, you know, like 24 hours for veg and stuff, but I don't see, I don't, I don't do that because everything needs to sleep regardless. Like right. anything outdoors is going to sleep at least a little bit. So right, and depending on what time of so what's the best, what would be the best time of year to start in Minnesota then to right. grow something? Yeah, that's the interesting part. And that's kind of where some grow tents might come in. But yeah, you, you want to pop your seeds maybe March. March. March, April. Get them ready. Get your spots ready. Stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think how much sunlight, how much sunlight we have here in Minnesota. How many hours of sunlight do we have around the summer solstice? I don't, I can't oh, even. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know, know if that's even. Definitely not even close to 18, I don't think. Okay. Definitely So you're not. better off, you think you're better off um, for the health of the plant, kind of growing that in a um, tent to start off in that vegetative state? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, it's not, the elements are crazy. The weather's nuts. Minnesota's a really tough place and rugged to, to grow anything good, really. Uh, that comes back to genetics, flowering time, stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, Inside to start them, at least until they're nice foot with a nice fan on them to get them strong, their stems strong. Otherwise, okay. they may get eaten or uh, blow over pretty easily. I mean, rained on, could, the rain could knock them down. Okay. I mean, they're strong, resilient plants, of course, but they're definitely brittle at the same time. You know, it's kind of, it's an interesting so give and take. As far as the categories are breaking down to that vegetative growth is kind of the longest period of it because or the flowering how how fast is that like how long does it have to sit you said yeah from from germination to seedling we're looking at like two to four weeks or something yeah yep. and then how long does it go from that seedling to this vegetative state before we're ready to start flowering so this is like where it gets interesting like you can uh you can literally veg out a plant as long as you want as long as that light cycle stays the same it'll stay in veg growing and you can grow it as long as you want um Say say you're growing for a dispensary or something, you're going to be on a pretty strict schedule. You're going to probably want that thing to veg for two weeks only, and then you're going to want that thing to flower. You know, you're not going to spend a whole lot of time 
uh, vegging it out. Um, but for a personal grow with a plant limit or whatever, I mean, you can, you can grow in as big of a pot as you would like, you know, two gallons, five gallons, seven, 10, 20, 50. It really doesn't matter. What do you mean by gallons? A gallon pot, you know, okay. like a gallon size pot. And then you just fill it with that much dirt or whatever. Like, okay. We, at the store, we have like one gallon, two gallon. So yeah. that however long it stays in that vegetation growth is determines how big the plant actually gets. Exactly. Yep, gotcha. Yep, yep, so that's yep. going to be the longer it's in the veg state, the higher your yield will be exactly, in general. Yes, yes. And it will, you can just keep that light cycle and it won't start flowering until you change the light cycle. Exactly. It'll just keep the plant will keep growing and growing and growing. Exactly. And then you take your 16 eights and then, cut it to just 50, 50, 12 and 12, you yep, said. Yep, exactly. And then, so you get to determine when it starts to flower then. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and that would be a photo period uh, seed, but there is also auto flower seeds nowadays that seem to be very popular, but I, I would never grow them, but they, they just go from seed to uh, flowering, like, you know, you know, so a lot of people are like, oh, they might be easier, but if you if you're gonna feed it correctly and stuff, you you're gonna want to know what week, what week. You're Talk about on. feeding it then. What kind of different stuff do you do you feed your? Because everything then happens in that vegetative growth state. Obviously, this it starts with the soil, right? Yeah, for sure. And then sure. and then the nutrients you add to it, you're adding that. Oh, you're good. You're adding it during that vegetative growth state then. Yep. Okay. Yep. You're going to feed it based. I mean, there's like a hundred different nutrient lines. You're going to want to pick one. You can mix and match or whatever, but I wouldn't suggest it. But uh, just pick a line and go with their feeding schedule. Really, there's so many different lines. We carry about three or four or five at the store, and they're all different, you know. So is that like Scott's Miracle Grow? Um, yes, but no. Like Scott's Miracle Grow is just a huge company. I would, I, we, we don't. We don't suggest that. Okay. Um, again, Fox Farm makes an awesome line. There's some other lines. Okay. Um, yeah. There's dry amendments that you just, you know, there's all different types. It depends on how you want to do it. We have things like miracle Grow. They're called Grow Dots. You put them in the soil, mix them in. That's a full cycle nutrition, so you don't have to do anything but water. Okay. Now we have other ones that are a lot more concentrated that you're going to need like 0.4 milliliters per gallon of one and you mix that mix that mix that about six bottles at a time gets to be about 45 minutes worth of mixing and stuff so you know it just depends on what you're trying to do gotcha um there's soil growing there's cocoa uh cocoa coir or hydro or like deep water culture there it, it yeah there's so many different variations of what you can do it really depends on your space time effort gotcha you know Okay. So would you say that the like the seeds the seed and what you start with, the strain and the seed you start with is the most important part of the operation then? Very much, yeah. Very okay. very close, yeah, for sure. Gotcha. And there's a lot to seeds too. It's interesting if you want to get into that for a second. It's yeah. uh it's interesting because you could buy you know, you get one pack of seeds, right? So now you have six seeds. Um you're gonna pop them all, they look about the same, but at the end, when you're done with them, you're going to notice that they're all different. That's a, called a phenotype, right? You know, and so like, just think of it as like your mom and dad. Now you have brothers and sisters and y'all look different. Y'all <laughs> right. do different stuff. And that's exactly it. No two seeds are the same. It's genetically mm. impossible. So they're all going to be a little different. So that's when 
the law that's coming in is kind of cool because then you can you can clone the ones you like, keep them, keep, okay, keep four of those, and then all right, you hit on a word there. You hit on a word there. I want to talk about. Let's talk yeah. about cloning. Yeah, I that. I don't. I wish I knew more about the laws regarding because you're not going to be able to sell clones. That'll be something that might be available at one of the dispensaries in town here. Potentially a clone, yeah. a clone plant. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that law looks either. There, gotcha. That's basically the, what you snip off. How does that? How do you clone? How would you clone a plant? Yeah, you basically just take a snipping and uh, you can put it in. You know, some people use like aloe vera. We use Clonex. There's there's products. You dip it in that and put it in a cube and put it in a dome. And, and then it it spread it sprouts out roots from the. Yep. You just snip off like one of the little branches and then and then root it and drop it into another thing and then you have basically. So if you find a plant you like, so it's genetically identical. That would be how the the big um, commercial grow operations, or if you're doing this at home and you find a plant that works, you find a strain you really like, you can just multiply and keep growing off that one seed. Mm -hmm. You just grow like, I mean, is there a limit to how much you can clone off of one plant or, uh, technically no. Uh, some people claim there's like genetic drift where they're not as healthy or, you know, they lose their vigor and like, you know, grow a little slower and stuff like that. But ge generally, you know, like theoretically forever that it, it'll be genetically the exactly the same. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and we can talk about more of that stuff, but I want to just kind of keep moving along here yeah, to this flowering. Sure. So yeah. once this, once you change your light cycle and we're just kind of talking, um, indoor right now, because outdoor that stuff's going to happen on an, like, it, like you mentioned that auto flowering state, exactly. that's going to happen on its own. If you're growing outside, yep. you're not going to get, get to control how long that veg that vegetative state lasts. It's just going to happen. Yep, exactly. Yeah. There's uh, you know, everything indoor, outdoor, it's all based on your style. Like I said, style, effort, whatever you want to do, basically you can do it any way you want. You can put them outside and feed them. I would feed them the grow dots and let them do their thing, you know, and, uh, you know, we've done it next to a swamp and that works great because you don't have to water them ever. You just huh. let them soak up the swamp water, which I feel is perfectly awesome. It's its own little living environment itself. So, I mean, it might be gross and stinky, but it grows some good weeds. So. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, so that flowering state then, you mentioned 12 hours on, 12 hours yeah. off for light is the way to get that flowering yeah. to happen. And so day one of that is day one of flowers. So then you got like, it depends on your seeds or whatever. Your, every strain's different. It could be uh, anywhere from like seven to 15 weeks. You know, it depends. It just really depends on that's where coming and doing your homework or is really important, especially in the outdoor situation too, because we don't have 12 weeks of summer, you know, after, right. after the light, you know, mid July, beginning of august how long did you say that flowering perfect. flowering period is in between seven to 15 weeks depends on okay the 15 week side's a little a little hard to find there that would be like your uh super super land race sativa strains that are from maybe what do they call that the equator equatorial strains okay so talk a little bit about some different strains here and, yeah. and your um maybe knowledge base of growing first of all I, I mean, indica, to, to my understanding, is always been a little bit kind of 
heavier, high, uh, just from like the user experience, a little bit yep. heavier, high sativa is usually a little bit more uplifting and energetic. Yep. What's the difference? I mean, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but yeah, no, what's the is. difference in the grow process of those two plants? Do they uh, grow a lot different? Yeah. I mean, the indicas are going to be shorter, squattier. They're, uh, usually in a little harsher environment. So they're faster. Um, flowering time, you know, you could get a seven and a half, eight week strain for a, a solid indica. For a sativa equatorial, they're going to be, you know, like at least 10, 12 weeks. You could have some real, real stretchy ones for 16 weeks. All, you know, oh, okay. there's, it just, that's, it's just based on their, where they're uh, naturally from, you know what I mean? So if it's close to the equator, they have a lot of sun, they're going to, be able to take a lot more time to do their thing right so just to kind of we're going to finish off this in this uh flowering and harvesting but some of the tips here to to when i ask my ai well how do you grow good weed yeah it says choose the right strain provide the right environment water your plants regularly fertilize your plants effectively monitor your uh, plants for pests and diseases i assume that's easier to do inside than outside right oh yeah yeah. And then the timing, it's saying here that the the timing of that, so we'll get into that maybe. Um, so you said fl- it flowers for, it can flower for a long time, but then how do you know when it's time to go from that flowering stage into harvesting? Because that's, that's going to determine a lot of your THC content, correct? Yep, for sure, for sure, yeah. At the beginning, you know, it kind of just does like a chemical process where it starts... Uh, not even sure what it starts as, but it'll progress to THCA, and then towards the end, it, it, it degrades, and, you know, it starts degrading after peak ripeness, basically. So, I mean, okay. uh, yeah, based on, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to tell when. I mean, if we're if we're indoors and we have a lot more time and, you know, you're going you're gonna to probably want to use a microscope and check out the crystals a little bit and see how they're looking. They, you know, peak ripeness should be like a good good ratio of cloudy to amber crystals. But um, outdoors, which, you know, you're kind of just going by the elements really. So, you know, like mid, you know, you're going to push it as long as you can. See, you know, mid October, early November, if we have nice weather, you don't want it to frost. But uh, so you basically get one, you get one grow cycle throughout the summer in Minnesota. Yeah, yep. and then if unless you're, you're rocking autos, you know the autos have their benefits in that aspect. You you know, there's uh, some seventy day ones that go from seed to harvest in seventy days. Some are ninety, some are a hundred. Okay, but if you start them early could be you know you could be harvesting around mid-july and then you could do it again and harvest before you know the end of october gotcha okay that way you could uh you could do your two you know you could do your four and four two times really so okay i think gotcha makes sense okay yeah yeah yeah. that makes sense so then um indoor is what have you found produces better consistency indoor outdoor yeah, they again they both have their purpose, but indoor you have a little more control of it. Obviously, you can feed it what you want when you need it, and uh, you know give it a little more care. Usually, an outdoor spot's going to be a ways away from you. You're going to get out there when you can, you know. Um, 
indoors is probably a little easier for the home grower. I would assume most people are asking about uh, like a four by four tent, and that's a good size for four plants. Um, an outdoor tent or inside? An indoor? No, the indoor tent. Okay, a four yeah, by four indoor tent. Four feet by four feet tent. Yeah, that's it's going to be good for about four plants or whatever, four good sized plants. And then, okay. uh, yeah, that's a good way to learn really too. You know, it's a good limit they have because, you know, that's just, it's a, it gets to be a lot of work. You're not going to want to do not much more, more than, than that. No. More than four or eight, yeah, right? People are gonna, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I, I'm hoping people don't get turned off by the amount of work. Sounds fun and everything right now because right. it's new, but it's actually a lot of work. I bet, I bet, yeah. I bet. So, um, how about then? Is there uh, this harvesting process? You want to get into that a little bit more? Yeah, that's just kind of talk about that harvesting process. Yeah, I mean it's pretty simple and cut dry. You just cut it down, hang it up, give it a week, week to ten days. You don't, you know. You don't want it to be crispy and stuff, and you don't want it to mold, so you need a little air movement and stuff like that in there. But generally speaking, 7 to 10 days, and give it a nice little trim. Uh, get all that fan leaves off and stuff, all the excess leaves, and trim it off of the big stems and the littler buds, and you're pretty much good to go. After You know, I put, and then they, there's a little after post-harvest, there's curing, which um, basically is... As it's drying, the outside is going to be more dry than the inside stem. It's more dense, thicker, you know, on the inside. So right. you put it in a jar, and what it essentially does is pulls the moisture to the outside. It evens the moisture through the whole jar, basically. Huh. So, it, you know, they call that curing. You want to do that. And it's also at the same time doing, a, you know, a little chemistry work. And uh, what are they doing? It's like knocking... I don't even know what it does, but it's uh, degrading chlorophyll and all that stuff, and like bringing out the taste, kind of like wine, I guess. You you know, okay. same kind of process as wine. Like, interesting. After a while, it'll start to degrade. There's a there's a fine point. You know, uh, two weeks is a good good general rule of thumb. Two weeks in the jar. So you dry hang it for a couple weeks. You said uh, or seven like to ten days. Seven to yeah, ten days, yeah. and then you leave it in a jar. And then that curing process happens kind of automatically in the jar? Yep, yep. Just the lack of air. It's, you know, there's no air in there. It's just going to pull the moisture from the middle of the stem to the the rest of the bud. And it's going to be evenly distributed. And uh, it makes it, for one, it makes it easier to consume. But for two, it brings out the flavor. Um, There's a lot of benefits to it. It, it, it. With the killing the chlorophyll off i'm not sure what the word would be for that but yeah okay interesting so yeah. talk about some of the different products then that you guys sell um grow tents grow lights all these um and whatever fertilizers and stuff yeah. yeah yeah so pretty much i just went through and i knew what we what what uh what a home grower would need you know when it comes to like Timers for the light cycle, nutrients, soils, pots, um, just pretty much all basic stuff, but pretty specific for this industry, I would say, with the Fox Farm and uh, House and Garden is another brand. AC Infinity is a real big brand that we have with the tents. What, do you, what would you say it costs to get started with, with, like a, with like a basic setup? Yeah, so we they do have like full tent kit setups that we have on the way right now that have everything 
that you would need. So it's like a one and done. You put it together and it's good to go. But uh, personally, I would piece them together. Um, you know, there's different. I like certain things over here. I like a different type of pot than they're going to provide in that kit or different type of uh, trellis than they use in that kit. So I would piece it together myself, different filter than they have in that kit. But it just depends on, it just depends on people's budget. So those, for a two by four kit, it would be like $6.99. Okay. Um, for a four by four kit like that, it would be $9.99. Okay. And then... To piece one together, it's around like 15. Even, okay. and that's just the kit, and the 15 would include the nutrients and everything. So it'd probably be about 1,200 and okay. 800. Because gotcha. the nutrients and soil and stuff are super key. You can't do anything without it, obviously. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, dang, we got a lot of good information there, I feel like. I feel like yeah. we, I feel like the people got some good information. I hope so. And they can, always, they can always come in and ask questions along the way, right? If something comes up, they can say, hey, this doesn't look right or what's going yeah. on. Or I mean, yeah, we're gonna YouTube has a bunch of stuff. YouTube's you guys can do huge. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, um, like, I know you've done some, uh, like, talks. You've done some seminars about this. Yeah. Or is that something you're going to be getting into more often now that we're legal? Yeah, so we're going to have a class. It'll it'll be done by the time this uh, airs, but we're going to have a little class. Because um, I, think, I think people are put too much emphasis on it because of what the end product is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty simple in the long run. Right. And we can simplify it. YouTube tends to make... I mean, I learned everything off YouTube myself, but YouTube and experience, but YouTube... Uh, tends to make it a little more difficult as well sometimes. So right. Just, it's really not that tough. But uh, Stoners have been doing it for, for years. All these stoners have been growing it for years. And that's so. what I say. <laughs> if, if I can do it, you know, like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. That's it's not right. that tough. But that's um, right. it's, you know, it's a really good hobby. I mean, I can't say enough for it. Like, you know, Minnesota winters are long. There's nothing better when it's cold out than, like, opening up a really nice bright tent. And, yeah. You know. And then it's, is it going to, so is it going to like make your electric bill go way up? Is that a thing? Uh, Cause I hear about that, right? That's how they like catch people who are growing. Is you know, back in the spiked day, electric bills, right? Yeah. Back in the day, that was definitely a thing. They were using high pressure sodium lights, which really just zap your electricity up. You know, I don't, nowadays it's more LEDs and uh, they're really light on the electricity. Honestly, um, you don't even notice. You hmm. really don't even notice. And, uh, Interesting. There's, to be honest, in the winter, which would be like my recommended like indoor time because summertime you could be outdoors. Winter, what else do you have to do? It sucks. Winter's not fun. <laughs> so just there's no, you know, like I said, it's antidepressant, but uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, you're good. How about uh, a little bit more? You mentioned you have maybe an event, some events. Do you have like upcoming events or do you plan on doing some monthly events with with this stuff yeah so we'll have like a, oh the class yeah we'll have the class um we'll have we're trying to put together consulting services it's it, for me it's extremely hard to price that stuff out i mean mm. yeah I don't, I don't really know how to price out consulting really because it's like stuff i know you know it's it's tough um, yep. i don't know why maybe it's just me i, I mean i should maybe get, try to ask for some help but um, we're going to try to do that and then mainly the grow equipment and, uh, yeah, we'll be at the shop a lot so we can answer questions and stuff. Um, 
again with the like consulting there will be installation service type thing you know like setting up grow tents which looking at the instructions looks easy when you pull it out four by four it's a ton of tarp like what are you going to do with it so gotcha we're you know we've we've done a few of them before so it's not too hard you know the instructions are pretty straightforward to us so we can do it in less time get you set up get you rolling gotcha you, you know and a lot of people are medical patients and you can't really maybe bend over or do certain things lift certain amounts or gotcha. you know that's what we're here for that type awesome. of thing to help yeah. that's a good so so on top of the products you sell at the service of actually setting this up yeah you can come out through throughout the process and do the things that you need to do with the fertilizer and all yeah. that stuff yeah we're looking to help yeah for sure i mean interesting uh, it, i mean it depends on what you need help with or it, it's just like it'll be very specialized you know what i yep. mean it won't be a one-size-fits-all like yep. where we come in and just one hour of that it'll you know whatever you gotcha. need to have done we'll be able to do hopefully gotcha i have a feeling you're going to be a pretty busy guy here yeah i'm already kind of busy yep. I, like I like i like yeah. my free time for yeah sure yeah 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 how about uh, we talked about it before we got on here? But how about a like a promotion? You got any promotions? Any discounts you could give give our podcast listeners here if they yeah. want to get started in this? Yeah, absolutely. We could definitely do like a ten percent type of thing. Ten percent. Ten percent is that? Is that? Yeah, nice? that, that's mean, great. Perfect. I mean, anything is great. Yeah, uh, anything yeah. is great. Do they need yeah. like a promo code? Do you want to give like a like a verbal promo code to to say, hey, we heard about you on the yeah, podcast? Just say Jacob. Yeah. Just say Jacob. Yeah, Jacob told me about. Yeah, Jacob that, told me to come see you. Yeah, it's really about. All right. it's it's who you know that's all, all right. it is yeah. awesome we awesome jacob so yeah sweet well you guys can come in and get that 10 percent off then if you want to get started doing some home growing or get some pointers on how to get it done stop yeah. in and stop in and talk to jp here and he'll get you pointed in the right direction for yeah, sure yeah, he will that's what so, we're here for yeah. absolutely all right well we can maybe wrap up and add anything else at the end but i want to get into some mistakes and advice how about the biggest mistake you made, whether it be personal or business? I mean, we talked earlier about the fact that you have a felony. So yeah. there's probably that. I yeah, assume yeah, that's, that's a, a big, big mistake. mistake. But yeah, yeah. Um, any mistakes that have popped up in, in business so far that you feel like you want to touch on? Yeah, we're pretty new. We're pretty new. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people looking to get you to spend money on advertising, I guess. Yeah. I'm not really trying to do that. I feel like Google's a great, great, uh, great option for the money, really. Okay. Facebook's nice, too, so I don't, I don't know. That's a big mistake. Advertising. Yeah. Advertising money going in the wrong directions. Right, right, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, don't want to say too much, but I definitely have a bill I'm not impressed with. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um. How about best business advice? You met. You said you're not really a businessman, but I'm really not. You're getting you're getting sprung into it full speed here. Yeah. So, what do you have? Best business advice for people getting started? Just do it. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a lot of people have a lot of ideas and stuff. And I, I mean, I, I just, I literally came up with this in like February or March. We went on, made a website, and then it just kind of jumped off. I mean, it was. I don't know. It was easy enough though because I knew what I needed. I just and I and I was laid off from work, so I was you know just kind of at the house anyways. It was winter, so I wasn't trying to go outside and do too much either. So uh, kind of just grinded on the computer and figured out what we could, and it worked out kind of nice. And then along the way, we've met some awesome people that have been really helpful, and um, 
especially with our internet. That's been huge. I, I had no idea. I thought it would just be like jumping off. I didn't have any idea how crazy the internet is. It's it's a big game. So mm-hmm. with a real, pretty saturated industry. So, you know, we're just trying to figure it out, really. We're just really trying to figure it out still. Yep, yep. Um, I feel like we got into it at a really crazy good time. It worked yeah. out. It couldn't have worked out any better. So I just have I have high expectations. Well, I wouldn't say expectations. I mean, I have some pretty high goals, I would say. Yeah. Um, expectations, I don't really deal in too much, but it's uh, it's been fun, and it's going to be fun. It's something I like to do. It's not I'm not on the road traveling, living in a hotel, yeah. eating crap food out of Casey's every day. Heck yeah. So it's nice. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, um, I appreciate that. So I appreciate all the information you have here. I mean, it's, I feel like this was a very, very knowledge packed episode here for someone who's looking to get into doing this, you know, um, not, not everyone will be interested in doing this. Lots of people will be very, very opposed to what's happening here in the state and everybody. Um, I don't believe anyone's opinions are any less valuable than anyone else's when it comes to a sensitive substance like this. So, uh, I think you'll deal with a lot of that throughout your, um, yeah. Throughout your future and present, you probably already have. Oh yeah. But uh how can the people get a hold of you then? You mentioned the website. Yeah, the website to you, yeah, we love that. Um lakesareagrowco.com or we have a cell phone number, it's 218-517-9083. Or just stop in. Yeah, we're there all the time. Uh we're closed Sunday and Mondays now and we're open from 10 to 6 Tuesday through Saturday. Saturday we close at 4. But yeah, always there. Somebody's always there willing to talk. I mean, sweet. Yeah, I love talking about it. It's not really like a job. It's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. So, awesome. I, like you said, I do respect everybody's opinion too. I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting topic, but again, different strokes for different That's folks. Right. And I That's mean, right. It's here. It's here. It's here. Like it or not, it's here. Yeah. You know? So. I mean, I just feel like it's time. So, all right. It's like a right. rip. Well, dude, I appreciate your time. I really, Thank really you. appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody listening as well. And, more than anything, I really appreciate these sponsors. Um, Stumbino, Swan Lake, uh, Elevate, Victor Lundin's Hotel 8, Fresh and Fancy. You guys all make this happen. I really, really appreciate it. If you guys want to get a hold of me on the show here, FFBS Podcast is the at gmail.com is the way to do it. So we'll be back with more great guests. These are going to keep coming. I can't wait to hear from everyone. So reach out if you want to be a part of the show here, guys. Have a good one.